0: This is David with Corel Training.
1: This is Kathy Green from Apparelist.
0: This is Gordon Firemark from the Entertainment Law Update.
1: And you're listening to Two
2: Regular Guys
1: Podcast,
2: hosted by Terry Combs RG, Regular Guy and Aaron Montgomery.
1: The place to be for industry news. The best dad jokes on earth, along with relevant topics to apparel The path
2: pass it away. All right, welcome into the show. It is Friday, August 25th, 2023, almost the end of summer. Can't believe it. Uh, I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at Uh
0: Today, Terry, we're going to have Abby Clark with Transfer Express, and uh, she's going to be joining us to talk about sales in apparel decoration. And uh, you're going to gain a fresh perspective on industry insights that... Uh, hopefully we'll enhance your approach to sales so uh, i'm excited to uh, chat with abby here today terry we're uh, uh end of summer it uh, feels like the start of summer here it feels like i moved back to arizona and added humidity we're supposed to have 101 with a real fill of 116
2: today so <laughs> my pool temperature's down to 85 degrees aaron so yeah it's false coming <laughs> 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 All right, good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, everyone, make sure that you stay until the very end and get your helping of our new uh, segment called Secret Sauce. So if you're having or if you uh, ever felt like success is just out of reach, then this hot sauce is going to taste good. <laughs> stay tuned to find the missing piece that can turn your dreams into reality with our own Aaron Montgomery.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to share some secret sauce here today, Terry. But uh, before we do that, uh, we do have the new segment back here. And uh, we've got Cassie Green, who you heard in the new intro. T- Todd says new intro suite. Yep we, we got that going. We're going to have some new ones coming after uh, now that we've got this one put together. So we're excited about that. So um, still bring those uh, bring those intros to us. But we've got Cassie here to join us to uh, share the news. So you want to dive right into that, Terry? Let's do Let's hear the news. All right.
1: Hey guys. Um, First of all, thanks for the reminder that summer's almost over. Uh, Definitely needed that this morning. (laughs) Um, Although I will say it's raining here and it's been a horrendous 100 degrees the last few days, so I'm kind of thankful for that. Um, Let's get into some news. First headline I have for you guys today. SNS Activewear partners with Give Back Box for Textile Recycling Program. Uh, Give Back Box it operates as the logistical muscle behind many large retailer donation programs by connecting businesses with charities across the U.S. and abroad. So um, it's actually really cool. I got a chance to act, um, speak with someone at SNS about this program, and it sounds really neat. Um, so according to their website, SNS website, this program is designed to provide a solution for textile waste in our industry. Um, the company calls for people to donate items such as sample overflow, older damaged inventory, displays, and everything in between. Um, in addition to that, if you have old clothes to get rid of at home, those can be sent in as well. So this targets not only SNS customers, but pretty much everybody. Um, the process is relatively simple. For U.S.-based donators, visit um, their website, the SNS website, to download a prepaid shipping label. Once the recycled box is filled, attach the label, drop the box off at any UPS location. That's it, boom, done. Great way to get rid of some old damaged inventory, whatever you might have for scraps. Second headline for you guys today, Stalls announces the Q2 winners of its 2023 Dream Shop Package giveaway. So I love following along uh, with the Stahl Family Scholarship each year, just because it's really neat to see what all the different decorators around the industry, all the small businesses out there are doing. Um, in case you haven't been keeping up, this year's just a little bit different. Stalls is awarding a total of eight winners with a Dream Shop package, um, which is a little bit different from previous years. Uh, two winners are selected each quarter a small business and a school to win the exclusive Dream Shop package valued at over $5,500. This is designed to empower entrepreneurs. So the second quarter winners this year um, as part of the Stahl Family Scholarship include D.C. Everest High School and Spectrum Studios. So D.C. Everest High School offers a student run custom apparel business called Everest Expressions, and they design press apparel for the school store and student organizations. So really cool um, program there. And then on the small business side, um, Spectrum Studio is doing something that is pretty special and personal to me and a Um, We do a lot of work in those with differing abilities space. Um, so Spectrum Studio's mission is to provide employment on the job training and growth opportunities to young adults on the autism spectrum. The goal is to bridge the gap between those who have aged out of high school and lost years of programs, guidance, and direction. So, you know, in my opinion, two very deserving winners. Final headline I have for you guys today, Campus Inc. makes Inc. 5000 list for a third time. So Campus Inc. was named to the list this year. Uh, Like I said, third time they've done it. Um, For those who are not familiar with Inc. 5000, this is the publication's annual list of the fastest growing private companies in America. So this year, Campus Inc. came in at 4176. The company is super grateful to add yet another benchmark to its tremendous tremendous growth over the years. Say that 10 times fast. Um, I actually spoke with Stephen Farig, the CEO at uh, Campus Inc. about this, just because it's a really exciting thing for them. Um, So the the first time the company made the list was in 2018. um, And when I spoke with Stephen about it, he just had so many wonderful things to say about his team at Campus Inc. Uh, He said, and I quote, It's less about, or less for me, and more for our team to be able to see all their hard work come to fruition. I have the best team in the world, and they deserve all the credit. So, you know, big round of applause for the team at Campus Inc. Um, Cool journey it's been for them. They've got explosive growth in the nil space. Uh, Mark Cuban invested in them, they made this prestigious list. So, congrats. Uh, That's everything I got for you guys this week. Back to you.
2: Look at Cassie bringing the feel good news today. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you, Cassie. Really good stuff and uh, wonderful as usual. So thank you for sharing all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, everything a uh, uh, really good. It's kind of one of the reasons why I consider our industry to be Hotel California, Terry, is that <laughs> it's the people, man. It, it really is the people, right? It's like people. we, you know. It's, it's just a T-shirt, but you know what? It's not just a T-shirt, right? It can be so much more and and people like this are making it that way. So anyhow, Terry, let's uh, talk to some of the regulators that are tuned in live here real quick and just say good morning to them while, while, uh, while we've got them for a moment before we get into uh, the rest of the show here with with Abby. But um, yeah, so way early on, we had Chuck checking in this morning. Good morning to Chuck and uh, good morning to Cindy And good morning to Jerry and Ramona. And uh, Jerry is uh, looking forward to the topic. I I am as well. So looking forward to that. We've got Barb tuning in from uh, Minnesota Custom Made. Uh, So love it. And then uh, the other thing I wanted to just really mention real quick here, Terry, is uh, not only does Eric keep the wheels on the bus going round and round, but he's also got all the comments in there. So, all of these things that are talked about in the news segments and things like that—all you got to do is just click on it right there while you're you're watching and listening. So, uh, thank you, Eric, and uh, we've got Rena. Good morning. Who else we got here? Man, lots lots of comments there, folks. Good job. And um, good morning, boys. Thank you. There we go. Kim Johnson. I think you know her. Right?
2: <laughs> She's around here somewhere. Okay. <laughs> uh, Barb
0: says, I like the idea of recycle and reuse. Um, yeah, that's a interesting program. I, I didn't, that, this is the first time I've heard about this program. So I uh, definitely want to go check out that, uh, what is it called? The give back box. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Well, we've got uh, everybody checking in. Um, oh, cool. Uh, Barb says she received my book. Looking forward to reading it. So awesome. Cool. Very cool. Well, thanks to all the regulators for checking in. But uh, Terry, you've got a little housekeeping you got to do for us to clean up the mess that I left behind. So uh. <laughs>
2: are, are you uh, are you going to do your dad joke first or? oh, that's a good point.
0: OK, see, you're cleaning up my mess already.
2: <laughs> see,
0: I'm out I'm of order. Right.
2: The outline. I'm, I'm a by the rules guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really true, though? <laughs> yeah. OK, all right. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, let's do it. Let's uh, let's hit the dad joke, Eric. (laughs) All right, Terry. Did you know that a frog can actually jump higher than the Eiffel Tower? I I did not
2: know that, Aaron.
0: Yeah. The Eiffel Tower can't jump.
2: (laughs) Boy, that's a dad joke. (laughs) Uh sounds like a Lewis joke. My,
0: exactly. Thank you to my 12-year-old son Lewis. He he uh, brought that one courtesy a couple of weeks ago and uh, had to had to make sure we got it here on the two regular guys. So all right. Hey, I was we, thinking
2: we should do um sometimes when we have a cocktail party again, uh bring out some of our after hours uh dad jokes, the ones that I send you guys and say, but we can't do this on the air. <laughs> uh, we should make yes, a new
0: list. Th- there may or may not
2: be a whole list of those. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, before we dive in, we want to thank everybody for checking out the two regular guys podcast. We need your voices. We want to do some more of those uh, intros that you heard this morning. Uh, we'd love to have the regulators participate with show intros. Go to decorators.inc, ink forward slash intro and just read a few sentences to be a part of every show. Uh, We are also looking for new guests. If you or anyone you know would like to join us, go to calendly.com forward slash two, the number two, regular guys, to book a future episode or email info at two, the number two, regularguys.com. With your show ideas, if you are listening to the podcast version of the show, we would appreciate you sharing the Two Regular Guys podcast with all of your industry friends so they can become regulators too. And we would also appreciate you giving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, YouTube Podcast, wherever you do your podcast listening, we are there. And if you're watching us live right now, please join in with your comments and your questions.
0: Yes, indeed. All right. Well, speaking of joining us, um, Terry, are you ready to bring Abby in here and uh, get into Absolutely. Let's get started. Awesome. Okay. Well, Eric, can you bring on uh, Abby? Abby, welcome into the show. Thank you so much for being here with us now, we don't, uh, we've kind of gone away. We used to like, oh, let's read the nice bio and and your your perfect uh, world here. But so we've <laughs> kind of gotten away from well, that. Right your resume. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So instead, uh, we always like to kind of talk to people about, hey, tell us a little bit about your journey in the apparel industry, how, how you've developed this passion for sales. Kind of give us the, uh, the Abbey 101, so to speak.
3: <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, First thing I want to say is thank you guys for having me today. This is a really cool opportunity. I am an avid podcast listener, but being on a podcast is definitely different. So this is a fun experience. Uh, And I've worked with both of you relatively closely. So this is fun to kind of connect the dots. Uh, As far as my journey into apparel decorating, it was kind of interesting. I was a camp counselor, actually, when I first graduated in 2018. And one of the field trips that we took the kids on was to Transfer Express. And we decorated our t-shirts and for the camp and we got a tour and we got to meet everybody. And then a few months later I went off to college, you know, did the college student thing for a while. And my family, after my sister graduated high school, we had moved. And so I thought, you know, it's it's time to look for a new job and, you know, get back out there and whatnot. So I applied I saw a posting for Transfer Express. And I applied because I had been there before and I knew that they were good people. And so I started in customer service. I'm going to say in January of 21 and I was there for about 10 months and then group stalls. So group stalls owns transfer express. They were hiring for sales and sales has been in my family for years. (laughs) Um, My dad was in sales. My grandpa was in sales. So sales was kind of ingrained in me from the moment I was born. So yep. definitely trying to get into the sales, uh, industry and, um, you know, all that good stuff.
2: Yeah. Wow.
3: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love the, I love the story about that. You took a field trip there with your camp. That's super yeah. cool. I did not know that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I did a webinar yesterday with Dane and, uh, and, uh, Aaron from, uh, um, from transfer uh from stalls as well so mm-hmm. it's it's stalls weeks for me <laughs> it
3: really is yeah and then you guys were talking about the dream shop packages which are a great opportunity for everybody and yeah yeah i i i love this company i love what we do it's 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 always something different it's always fun
2: super well hey so so what aspect of the industry have you found most fascinating during your your experience
3: that's a that's a loaded question here because <laughs> it really could be anything.
0: Guys, maybe? No, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think people, if it? I had to pick,
3: if I had to pick a couple, I would probably say the first thing is that it is what you make of it. And, you know, if you want to be a crafter, if you want to be a graphic designer or a business owner, you can wear so many different hats. And I have a lot of customers that do that. You know, I have customers that are business owners, but graphic designers, production people, you know, it really is what you make of it. And then I would say the other thing is that it is such a creative industry as well, that you're not able to just create things on the art aspect, but you're able to come up with so many different things. You know, Skip Davis, he loves creating his own patches. And that's one of those things that you just, not everybody thinks of. And so being able to kind of play around with the different technologies out there, that's incredible. And I think that this this industry is just endless. Sorry, my cat's Wants mm-hmm. to join in. Uh, <laughs> he probably will. Um, yeah. I, but no, I think that's probably one of my favorite things. Though is that you know it, it's it's constantly evolving and it's just it's never it's never ending for sure. So yeah. that would probably be my favorite thing.
2: Huh. That I don't that don't is really I have a dog right here next to me. That yeah, uh... I was gonna say yeah,
3: he's yeah, he's probably it. freaking out it. right now. <laughs>
2: well, that
0: that is. I mean, what a great perspective because. I think sometimes we might actually lose sight of that, right? You you can be kind of whatever you want. There's so many opportunities. And on top of that, it's such a creative space. And, and because that's always been an interesting concept to me, I'm not a designer, right? I I have no artistic talents, but I still consider myself to be very creative, right? a lot of my creativity is around problem solving, but our industry allows you to kind of go and, and figure those things out. And so, I love that you shared, you know, it's, it's what you make of it. You can be what you want and and this industry will give you that opportunity. So thank you for sharing that. Um, okay. So you talked about the fact that you have a, a background, right. in the family background in sales and, and, uh, it seems based on your, your track record here and, and how well you've done in a short amount of time in this industry here that you, uh, you know what sales is all about. I think it's probably a little bit about uh, listening for what your customers are telling you. Does that sound about right? Okay, good, good. I'm on the right track here. <laughs> so I guess a couple questions as related to that, you know, how do you, you know, wh- what, what, what allows you to kind of have that open listening for that? Um, and then how can you take what you learn and hear and incorporate that into your approach with, how you interact in in sales or your customer engagement experiences. So kind of give us how that might look and and how people can develop that a little bit better.
3: Sure. So when I first started in sales, one of the biggest things was that I was told was sales is 80 to 90 percent listening and it's Mm. active listening. So, you know, not just listening to the parts that you want to hear, but the parts that you don't want to hear, really getting in. And developing those relationships is really important to me. So, you know, I love to get on an initial call with a customer and really just learn everything that I possibly can. Let my curiosity fly as far as it can, because especially when you're on a call, you're not in person. So you don't know what their shop looks like. You don't know what their operation looks like. So you really have to ask those those hard hitting questions and get them to open up a little bit. And I think in turn asking those questions builds trust between you two because you they'll know like you're you're interested in what they're doing. And so and when that develops trust, you're able to continue to build on that relationship and it just keeps kind of keeps the flow of things, I should say. So I I would say that just, you know, active listening and then also just having solutions not necessarily products because mm-hmm. between stalls and transfer yeah. express we have solution we have products for everything i mean we have products that even i you know don't don't use that often just cuz there's so many so we definitely have a solution for everything but you know not every product fits everybody's need you know it fits everybody's whatever design that they have for their business so i think it's really important that you're listening to what they're saying and apply it back there, not just going in thinking that you're going to have one product for them. And then that's the only thing that you're going to focus on. You want to focus on what they have and then go from there.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's really, really insightful. Yeah. That. You know, uh, I have a correction, by the way. I don't know why I said I did a webinar with Dane and Aaron. It's uh, Dane and Kelly. Kelly up in Overland Park, Kansas, where I used to live. <laughs> so, I don't remember anyway. any webinar, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was really good. So you should go listen to it. It's all, all about Photoshop and uh, DTF printing. <laughs> <That's>,
3: <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's, Dane's, uh, that's Dane's forte right there. When it comes to graphic art, that's Dane.
2: Yeah, Jay Bissell uh, was hosting, and and he accidentally said Dane was going to be working at Illustrator, and Dane's like, Illustrator, no, no, Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> All things must be Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, along the lines of what what you're you're talking about here, uh, talk about some strategies you found effective in building that meaningful relationship with uh, with your clients.
3: Yeah. So, I, you know, it really goes back to finding the solutions for any of their issues, really understanding what their needs are. I think what's really important, too, is understanding what their business is and why they're decorating. So, you know, anybody can decorate for whoever, you know, you can decorate for a school, you can decorate for sports, but why are you doing it? And then really understanding that, that niche that they have and the pain points that they have, I think, really in turn, just It's overall relationship building. It's much more than just product to customer. It's relationship building. And so when they're able to understand that I'm here to assist in whatever decorating needs that they have, I think it helps a little bit. I think they're able to say, you know what, this is a relationship that I have. This isn't, you know, this isn't just like a telemarketer, you know, 1-800 number that they're able to call, you know, for whatever. They're actually able to call and talk to me. And understand that i'm here in whatever capacity that they need uh, when it comes to that so i think a lot of it is just building trust and just you know small conversations you know really catered to them specifically you know if, if, yeah. if i'm working with a school you know i'm not going to send them an article on decorating for i don't know you know Cheerleader, like or like for like churches or something like or like a roller yeah. skater ring i'm not gonna i'm not gonna send them that because that doesn't make sense so yeah. things that are really catered to that specific audience is really important
2: yeah yeah that. that and you perfect. know this is true for any of us and and you know a lot of business owners don't don't think of themselves as as sales reps but we all are we right. <laughs> at some on some level and uh and getting to know your customers and and getting to that that why is so critically important. You know that person who calls up and says, "Hey, I want to buy some T-shirts." There, there, there's more to that conversation than how many do you want.
3: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I always joke that I've been in some sort of uh, capacity of sales because even if I wasn't direct, even if my title wasn't directly in sales, there's probably a ton of people that can speak to this that are watching this at Kent State because. Kent State is like, they, they all know, like I was always, you know, in some sort of, you know, recruiting or tours or some, something with like a sales environment. So I was definitely doing a lot of sales, like jobs well before I was actually in the title of sales. So
2: yeah, <laughs> got it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and, uh, it, it's interesting. I see Jay Bissell is, is in the comments there and, and, uh, we have, uh, got two people being trained in technical support this week in our Tempe, Arizona office. And, and Jay said to them, um, you know, what you do, what you learn here is critically important to the sales process. And, and, you know, I thought that's, that's kind of profound, but, but absolutely, you know, every, every component of the company has impacts the sales process.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to take a break in just one Absolutely. quick second here. Um, just to, um, I want to share something real quick. But uh, can you, can you also break something down for me though? I, this this thought that you shared about solutions, right? You mentioned products, and then you mentioned solutions, and and I believe that sometimes we get so ingrained in what we do, right? We, we love all of our toys. We love all of the creativity, you know, the, the, you know, I can do this many colors or this vinyl is awesome, or this transfer is great. Right. And that kind of thing we get so wrapped up in that. And so we kind of think that that's the solution, but to our customers, the solution is a different thing. Can, can you maybe explain that a little bit for folks real quick?
3: Sure. So, what it, what I when we talk about products as solutions, it really comes down to their pain points. So, it may not necessarily be a product; it may necessarily just be a new process. So, I you know, like for example, if I had a customer who said, you know, I really don't want to do my own shirts, but I you know, I, or I want to do smaller quantities of shirts, we have a decorating fulfillment center that they could go to and have you know larger quantities of their jobs produced. So it really comes down to what is their current process. Maybe it's not necessarily getting rid of embroidery, but their pain point is embroidery, my embroidery turn times are two to three weeks out. Okay, how do we how do we fix that? How do we make that better? So yeah. maybe not necessarily reinventing the wheel with a totally new product, wiping out embroidery, but to aid in that process, we may implement things like applique or embroidered patches or something that can assist in those jobs. And so, you know, again, not reinventing the wheel, but assist in that process that they currently are doing to make things easier for them. Cause that's really what I want to do is make it, make their process easier, smoother, whatever it is, whatever those pain points are that they have and meet those accordingly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of in a way goes back to what you talked about it, that the onset of active listening, because you can't understand what their problems are if you're not actively right. listening first. And, and like you said, you know, the sales process is 80% listening as opposed to talking like Terry and I do too much. So, <laughs> um, all right, well, uh, real quick here, let's, uh, Jay does say, uh, good job, Terry. Kelly won't be upset at all. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: and uh, Megan Brio says, I second this.
2: And uh, Jay, hey, Megan, uh, there's my. I was gonna long, say, long, where's Meg? <laughs> my my long time friend at the Transfer Express.
3: Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my Meg.
0: And uh, Jay says I saw problems like this blank for business and people like blank, right? Yeah, so um, good good stuff. All right. So, and then Rena says, Abby gives me so much hope for our next generation. Yeah. Thank you. We, 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 uh, so sweet. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's, let's take a real quick break here. Um, I, I do want to share about my book real quick and then we can come back and we got more great questions for Abby. So, uh, let, let's uh, take that break. Eric.
3: Hi, I'm Lewis Montgomery. I want to tell you all about my dad's new book, the fundamentals of business success. He wrote it to have small business owners like you fall in love with your business.
0: Hey, thank you, Lewis. Yes, that's right. I was just tired of watching these small businesses be overwhelmed, just struggling, and ultimately underpaid because they just didn't have a strong foundation to build off of. They were trying to create their business the way somebody else created their business, and they were never going to catch up.
3: It's not just about making money. It's about having fun and building something you're truly passionate about. My dad's new book breaks down everything into a 13-step cycle with plenty of practical applications so you can start taking action right away. Grab your copy at OurSuccessGroup.com forward slash FBS book. Whether you're just starting out or looking to spice things up in your current business, this book will become your guide. Don't miss out on your chance to get this book at the introductory price, only available at OurSuccessGroup.com forward slash FBS book.
2: All right, all right, good job, Lewis, and
0: you like say Does
3: Lewis need a sales job? Because <laughs> I think great. he does. I think
0: he does. So if you're hiring Abby, we'll, we'll send his resume on up. Yeah, but, so. the minute the,
3: the minute that we are, we may we may have to talk about that. That's right. That's right. That was, awesome. that was good. And no, I won't be the you. youngest on the team either. That that would. Be
0: <laughs> Can you hire twelve year olds though? i'm not sure how that works right
3: (laughs) we we may have to rework a couple things i'll talk to meg i'll talk to i'll talk to Meg. all
0: right yeah megan (laughs) and we'll we'll be in uh no i i honestly just like sharing that because i am super proud of him so thank you guys for uh, allowing (laughs) me to do that um and then jerry uh earlier and and barb actually earlier said that they that they they did pick up my book uh last week and so they've gotten their their copies um i autographed quote unquote autographed i just sent him a little note of thanks really not an autograph but all right well let's get back into this abby um so uh, i'm like a little bit blown away here we're almost 30 minutes into our show and we really haven't talked about education much yet which is really crazy for terry and i but no just kidding um (laughs) so talk to us about that though how how does you know what how do you see yourself as an educator and how does that play a role in, in the success of, of sales for, for folks.
3: Yeah. I think, you know, it really goes back to, you know, kind of bridging a gap between the company and the customers, you know, we're kind of on the front line, so to speak. And so it's really important to understand the products and what we're able to offer them and then apply those accordingly as, you know, as we talked about before with their process. So for me, I would say education is probably 50 to 60% part of what we do, because if you don't have the knowledge and you don't have the education, what are you going to talk about, (laughs) you know, other than them? Uh, You know, you can talk about their business and what, you know, what they're doing, And but if you don't have the knowledge to be able to provide them anything, where's the value, you know? So I think it really goes back to understanding our products and understanding the solutions that we offer and then explaining the value that it fits to them. So, not every product, every solution, whatever it is, is going to work for everybody. So, being able to tailor those pieces of education is really important.
2: You know, I, I think also that uh, that customers really appreciate when you say, you know, I don't what you're wanting to buy here. I don't think this is applicable to what you want to do. And and uh, you know, I've had many customers come back and say, you know, I really appreciate you. Telling me that maybe you should de- go a different direction, e- and sometimes it's not with me. Sometimes it's I think this is better suited to what you want to yeah. do. And yeah. five years later, that customer comes back and says, "You know, I never forgot that, and now I'm ready to buy this." <laughs> so, you know, I, yep. I think I think that's important. I've had
3: that. I've had that a few times now. Yep, I've had. Yeah. It's it, it's very common with like the like a like a craft market, like when people are coming out of the craft market to get into a business. Yes. Sometimes there's a little bit of, you know, hesitation with, you know, getting into new equipment or something. And I, and I say, look, this might not be the right thing for you. Let's, let's, let's try something smaller, maybe you know, let's, let's go from, you know, maybe, maybe not a Tahoe, but maybe like an Equinox, like, let's take it down, (laughs) you know, if we're we're going, you know, if we're upgrading from a little tiny four-door sedan, let's not go maybe Tahoe, let's go like,
2: (laughs) right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, And that's so interesting too, because, you know, from the education, if you think about that in sales, the, the idea is, you know, I want to get an order, what can we get? But the reality is, As a salesperson, I think the more you give, the more you actually actually end up getting and and education knowledge is is part of that. Um, Telling people the truth when you know what, this doesn't actually feel like the right thing for you. Right. But as a salesperson, you got to be confident enough to go. You know what this I'd rather do the right thing than just take this person's money and, and, um, you know. Cause that's what keeps you around for a long time, I guess, is is what I'm trying yeah. to say.
3: <laughs> no, I tell people all the time, I go, look, I don't want you to buy this. And then call me in six months and tell me that it's, you know, broken or you're not using it or, or whatever. Yeah. I would why rather did you just,
2: tell me this, <laughs> right.
3: Right. Why didn't, why didn't we go this route? Well, you, you know, it's, there's a bigger, you know, there's, I, I see the bigger picture sometimes. And so I like yeah, to yeah. be like their voice of reason almost.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sales awesome. is definitely a long game, not a not, not a short game. So, but hey, hey, let's sure. talk a little bit yeah. about trends. What, what trends do you see in the future of sales and apparel decorating? We're giving you a lot, these these high level uh, thirty thousand <laughs> foot questions today.
3: <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I I'm just I'm just happy to be able to answer them. I, I luckily I have the answers. Hopefully. Um, yeah nobody throw eggs at my house if I don't, but <laughs> I, one common thing that I'm seeing now is printing on demand. Printing on demand is huge in this industry, whether it's direct to film or transfers or, you know, everything, everybody wants everything. Amazon primed next day, same day, you know, all of that. So I, I definitely think that print on demand is going to be the biggest hot topic mm. for the industry right now. Um, I, I, and then just you know overall, I think a lot of evolving processes. Maybe not necessarily getting rid of them, but I've noticed a lot of people like, for example, they're they're moving from screen printing to heat printing. So not necessarily getting away, you know, um, being done with screen printing, but just you know kind of shifting and pivoting a little bit is what I've I've, I've been seeing a lot of is people just you know still decorating but just pivoting. What they're doing and maybe improving it a little bit, whether it's because of turn times or cost or, or um, you know, ch- supply chain shortages, things like that.
2: Hmm. Well, you no, know, and you're exactly correct. I, I, and my screen printing classes are still full every time I I do one. But now I also talk about, you know, you you, you need DTG, you need DTF, you need some you need some way to do short short run, um, uh, orders for your customers, because, you know, we, we've talked about it here on the show before the sales of garment decorating is going up, up, up dollar wise, the size of the orders is going down, down, down. So, um, you know, a- as you said, screen printing is not going away, but, but you need some options. So yeah. whether that's ordering transfers from transfer express, or, uh, you know, some other method to do those shorter runs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a really interesting yeah, point absolutely. too, right? Where the, yeah, where, where this goes back to somewhat um, to being solution oriented in, in your sales yes. process, right, is understanding what those trends are, understanding that, uh, as Abby said, you know, print on demand and and just in time type programs, right, where, as Terry mentioned, you know, nobody's going to place these huge orders and keep it on their shelves. They want to, you know, you know kind of more fast <laughs> turnaround so that, that's interesting and i love the fact that we do get to ask somebody like abby these three thousand foot view questions because we get a new perspective not just two old guys you know we get a young <laughs> fresh perspective
2: on this and i love that so
0: well um, and,
2: and somebody who somebody who talks to customers every single day every you know, day, talks absolutely. to those people out there decorating that's you know sometimes we get a little far away from that and uh, and and we need to that perspective
0: yeah yeah this that's has great. been fantastic so okay let's let's talk about newcomers here, right? Um, so I imagine in your role, you do get to talk to quite a few newcomers to the industry. Um, you know, what advice would you give somebody that's kind of new to this industry and, and wants to succeed as an apparel decorator?
3: Sure. So the first thing, because I'm from stalls, I have to say, invest in a good quality heat press. It's it's worth 100%. it. Invest in a good quality. We're not installs, and we now say that I've, too. So <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, now that I've now that I've gotten that out of the way, now yeah. I've got my advertisement <laughs> out of the way. Um, you know, I would say find the type of decoration that you're comfortable with that you that you feel the most connected to, and then find your niche. So wherever you want to decorate kind of isolate that down and then educate yourself from there. I think a lot of times when people say, I want to do t-shirts, they use YouTube how to do t-shirts, how to create t-shirts. And it's direct to film, it's screen print, it's embroidery, it's transfers, it's vinyl, it's, it's everything. And it's super overwhelming. And I think that that turns people off. So I think finding your type of decorating and then your niche from there of who you want to decorate for is going to be really important. And then you can educate yourself from there and then, you know, give it time, you know, to develop those skills and get your footing from, you know, under you. And then from there, you know, if you want to incorporate things like embroidery or, you know, screen printing, whatever it is, um, you know, my boss, my boss always says, give it six months and then give it six more months. And it's so true because- you give it six months into a business and then you give it six more and you just keep going and going and going and things will, things will develop eventually for sure.
2: I love it. I love it. You know, it's interesting. And David Haynes, uh, uh, just said that don't go and buy a bunch of equipment. If you don't have the business to justify it, sub it out until it makes sense. And, Gosh, you know, I, I, I at shows I'll talk to people who say, "Well, I just ordered some embroidery equipment, and uh, and and I need to buy one of these sublimation printers, and and oh, I think I'm going to get a cutter." And I and I'm like, "Slow down, slow down," because you know, every time you talk to those folks, a year later you see them again, and and they haven't mastered any of them. You know, it's yeah. just, you know, yes, don't, find don't, don't one thing,
3: miss. stick with that. Yeah. go from there what what? no matter what it is and and people i think it's funny because you know as as i represent Sauls and transfer express i think a lot of people feel like they can't tell me if they don't offer heat printing but for me i want to learn about everybody's business and and you know nobody's no two businesses are the same i found so just yeah. learning about their process and maybe why why aren't they doing heat printing is is that something that they want to get into is super important to me because I want to know I I like feedback good bad ugly I don't care I just like feedback so I you know being able to understand why they're not into heat printing or maybe why they don't do it as much I gotta tell you guys I've had that same conversation Terry where somebody comes and they say oh I bought you know this machine and this machine and you know I don't ever use it I had one guy who bought a DTF printer and it sat in a box (laughs) and it just sat in the box it just sat there
2: Mm-hmm. And you it's, know it's, back, back when Aaron and I worked together at us screen I, I had somebody call up and say, hey uh, how much is it to renew the warranty on my t jet and uh, and as we're talking uh, they they volunteered the fact that well I need to buy a new warranty because I haven't taken it out of the box yet so they spent sixteen thousand dollars in a year ago and never took it out of the box i'm thinking you must have way more money than i do <laughs>
0: <laughs> way more money than sense maybe but um <laughs> right. so barb also shared having an option for outsourcing has been a game changer for me i don't yeah. do screen printing and don't plan to start but i can offer it yeah. because i can order screen print transfers so that's uh, Yep. 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 All right. Well, where, where are we at here, Terry? I'm way off well, course. As usual. Uh, we're,
2: we're at the point uh, where uh, Abby, where can the regulators connect with you? And Abby's pros.
0: So me no,
3: directly, she... I just read. Uh, me directly. Can you guys hear me? Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're good.
3: Okay. Um, so directly, you can you can uh, reach me at, on Instagram. It's just the Abby Clark. Um, or LinkedIn and Facebook as well. Um, just my name. And then Stalls and Transfer Express both have Instagrams, Facebooks, and um, YouTube channels. They also have uh, Facebook groups. So if you're looking to connect with actual decorators and understand a little bit more about either Stalls, Transfer Express, or just decorating in general, I highly suggest joining those Facebook groups. It's free. Um, but yeah, each one under the Stalls and Transfer Express Facebook pages have groups, so definitely go check those out.
2: Awesome, you, awesome. you know the 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 amount of education that that the Greater Stalls group offers is just incredible, and and you know if 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 you just like you said, if you're not a part of that, join in because there's some tremendous education out there that is absolutely free. So take advantage of it.
0: Yeah. And just real quick, if you are a podcast listener and you're looking for Abby, make sure that you uh, get the E at the end of Clark. So it's A B B Y C L A R K E. So um, yeah.
3: the way that you can remember it is E in the last name, not the first, because everybody puts E <laughs> in the first name, and not my last. <laughs> so. All right.
0: All right. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, Abby, to kind of get you out of here. I want to ask another quick question. This is more just a question about you, right? You've uh, obviously been growing your presence in, in the space here. Uh, I love the shares that you do on LinkedIn and on your social media and stuff like that. We so have appreciated you spending some time with us here. So uh, you're doing some contributing outside of your sales role there, what, what's your goal? What, what, uh, why is that important to you?
3: My goal is to make everybody a million dollars. That's the hope, right? (laughs) I'd love to make everybody a million dollars. No, I really just want to bridge the gap between companies and customers. I want everybody to know that they are getting a quality product from us, but then also I want to have the companies understand that these are people's jobs. This isn't, you know, this isn't like a, a, you know, a a sweatshirt or whatever, you know, it's not just a t-shirt. It's, it's somebody's, business that puts food on the table. So my job is just to be able to educate on both ends and be able to really bridge that gap. I love what I do. I love my customers. I think they're awesome. And so I just really want to keep it growing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, it's so so
3: important
0: and i I think that may be um maybe a really kind of missing piece for a lot of people as terry mentioned we don't always realize as business owners or you know even if your role is specifically as the sales part of that business how important it is for the customers to trust us to know like and trust us and a lot of that comes from you doing things that shows that you actually care about their success right and educating, sharing what, you know, contributing and things like that can go a really long way in building that trust. And, and so as somebody that maybe is a small business owner that forgets that they're also a salesperson, how how are you going out there and sharing in the world to help people, you know, know, like, and trust you more, um, I think can be really huge for folks. So, um, Abby, any, any last nuggets that you want to leave our regulators with here?
3: Just, you know, keep, keep asking questions, keep trying to educate yourself, reach out if you need help, you know, everybody starts somewhere. I have customers that have been doing this for 30 to 40 years and they're still learning. This this industry is constantly moving. It's constantly evolving. So you're not alone. Don't feel like you have to learn everything tomorrow. Um, and, uh, call your sales rep back because they, they probably want to talk to you.
2: So <laughs> not
0: just to sell you something. All They're going to get, not just invitation. to sell you
3: something. No, we just want to talk.
0: Yeah. yeah I love it. <laughs> Abby. So good. Thank you so much for your time here today. Thank this you guys for been, having me. Yeah. You're very welcome. Awesome.
2: Thanks Bye, Abby. Abby. We'll see you soon. <laughs> awesome. All that right. That was really Terry.
0: good. Yeah. To- totally good. All right. Well, um, so as we close out here, what's uh, what's on your big book of travel here today?
2: Well, I am going to be doing my complete screen printing business course at Workhorse Products here in Phoenix, September 23rd and 24th. Uh, by the way, if you're going to the Fort Worth Impressions Expo, Workhorse Products is giving away two free passes to that class. So go and Put your name on a sheet, sheet of paper and drop it in the box to see who gets to come to the class for free. I'm going to be back in Chicago with Atlas Screen Supply November 4th and 5th uh, at Impressions Expo Fort Worth, as I mentioned, and I'll be seeing uh, both uh, Aaron and Eric there. I'm going to be uh, offering... Everything you've heard about DTG printing on the internet is wrong. <laughs> and of course, I always have to amend that in the class because someone goes, Hey, I saw you on the internet. So <laughs> almost everything that you've heard about DTG printing and DTF printing on the internet is wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to be moderating a panel with Mel Lay, Stan Banks, and Zach Acorn, which is going to be a lot of fun. Those guys are tremendous entrepreneurs and uh, it's, a, it's a it's a three-hour uh, session i i jump in the last 30 minutes and uh, and do a do a panel with them and we did it in atlantic city it was it was really really cool so cool. uh watch for all my upcoming events at terrycombs.com how about you aaron
0: yeah you mentioned uh, impressions expo uh, out there and uh, i'm getting super excited about that that's coming up pretty quick here uh, yeah, September thirteenth. I can't believe how close that is. Um, but uh,
2: unbelievable. Yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> September thirteenth is the day before the show, and uh, I get to be part of a full day workshop. Uh, it's called the ABCs: Design, Print, and Market, and um, it's going to be. It, it's a, a group effort with uh, good friends over at Corel Trainer, David Haynes, Clay, AJ. Uh, we'll probably have the whole crew there. Plus, you get the whole crew from the Magic Touch, Joseph, and um, and, and then they're also bringing Creo, uh, along and so lots of great people and then they get to drag me along too. So I get to be the, the business guy. Here's uh yes, all of these tools are great. Yes. You have an awesome design, but now what? doesn't work if we don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, now what? Yeah, exactly. So I'm the now what, um, so I, I'm getting really excited about that. We've been talking a lot about, um, you know, and all that stuff and just kind of continuing to fine tune it. And I think it's going to be a great workshop, really worthwhile. So go to osg.link forward slash ABCS, ABCs, and uh, check that out. Um, And then the other thing coming up here, uh, just the week when I come back from that is we kick off our five keys of marketing workshop. It's uh, been an extremely popular program uh, throughout the years for our success group. And that is happening September 18th through the 22nd. And uh, the idea is we're going to help you build a 12-week roadmap and marketing plan that is catered to your business. And uh, if you notice the dates of this, if you kick that off in October, guess what's happening? Fourth quarter, right? And so (laughs) um, it's a really cool opportunity for people to come and get, there's a full workbook, um, lots of support and, and all good information to build a marketing plan for your business. Not based on what's worked for somebody else. So um, we're excited to offer that it is something that's part of the our success group memberships. But uh, because it's been so popular, we have decided to also offer that as a standalone opportunity. And so for only $79, you can sign up at oursuccessgroupcom forward slash the five keys of marketing. And then uh, last but not least uh, you heard it from Lewis earlier and uh, Ramona even said in a comment before that uh, it's a really good read and she's enjoying it. So I really appreciate that feedback, but uh, I'm excited to start getting that fundamentals of business success book out there and uh, you can check it out and uh, pre-order uh, the the, Print copies that people have been getting are just temporary, so they'll they'll get another print copy when those are actually published. Uh, but the ebook is also available if you want to just check out the e e-ver- e version of it. So not e rich version of it, but oh I, I oh I'm in trouble. Ouch. All right, it's my mic still on. But no, rsuccessgroup.com forward slash fbs books. So
2: that's what I've been Every time you say ABCs, the way my brain works, I, I have the Jackson Five going on in my head: ABC, ECS, one, two, three. <laughs> oh, yeah. So now I'm going to have that. Thank you, Terry. For that. <laughs> yeah, it's a Little, it's a little <laughs> earworm. Thanks to or thanks to uh, everybody out there for uh, for having that in their brains all day today. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right. Well, all right would you well, share Eric what Eric got? Uh, the take up number uh, one hundred and sixty six today. It's Q and A plus alignment. Arrangement, Grouping, and Breaking in Machine Embroidery Designs. In this episode, uh, we'll talk about alignment, arrangement, grouping, and breaking up designs, both as software functions, as well as discussing choice we make when working with placement, balance, and tension in our designs on garment placement. Uh, Eric writes some long sentences, man. (laughs) (laughs) go over to ericcampbell.com and click the take-up tab at the top for links. Join live at 230 Mountain. Um, Daylight time <laughs> every Friday to share the insights. Uh, see Eric at Impressions Expo Fort Worth as well for presenting embroidery's value proposition. And of course Aaron, we're going to be doing uh, the show from from um, um, Fort Worth as well
0: yeah yeah so we're, we're still kind of figuring out the details of that but uh, there's an opportunity that we actually may be right at the the live normal time on friday but we'll be in fort worth so stay tuned for that i'm looking forward to uh it's been a little while since i got to hang out with you guys so uh getting to see you guys yeah. in purpose per person not in purpose is going to be fun so all right terry shall we uh secret sauce it here
2: i think it's time all right let's do it
0: All right. For today's yummy hot sauce, I want to share the secret to unlocking achieving your goals. Um, Here's the great part. It's an extremely simple process, but it can be difficult to implement, right? So this is really crucial for success. And here it is, the power of 100% commitment, right? So if something is worth doing, it's actually worth giving 100% of your effort. A 99% commitment is just going to Eh, just barely cut it, right? It's that 1% gap that really is the challenge and it can lead to frustration, failure, disappointment. Um, it's that 1% gap where your internal voice will start to make exceptions. It's where you will justify, make excuses and and put the blame onto something else. You know, you'll wonder why success seems so hard, but the reality is it's a lack of full commitment is is why that uh, success seems so out of reach, right? So either you're unwavering or you're not. Uh, a person who's 100% committed won't let anything get in between them and their goal. A person who is 99% committed leaves that little window open. So for example, if a pilot on your plane is only... Uh, 99 percent committed to getting you to your destination safely what are the chances that you're actually going to get on that plane but you know they never know what could happen so they're just going to give themselves that one percent just just in case right or how about those of us that are married uh, or have a partner a significant other do do you want your partner to be only 99 percent committed to monogamy so in the pursuit of our dreams, the secret sauce is nothing less than hundred percent commitment, whether it's in our personal relationships, professional endeavors, or even life or death situations, it's that unwavering dedication is the key to success. So anything less is going to leave room for doubts, excuses, and failures. So I ask you this, what is holding you back when you stop wavering and fully concentrate You'll find that success is not only attainable, but often much easier than realized. So the power of 100% commitment is not just a motivational mantra. It's a practical and essential ingredient. And that's the secret sauce for this week. So enjoy the flavor of success.
2: That was a good one. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying the secret sauce. And yeah, you know, yeah. when you and Eric and I were, were uh, talking about the intro and one of us said, man, that, that we should have wings in the intro and Aaron, you're like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold my beer. All
0: right. <laughs> well, Hey Terry, um, we've got a little bit of time here. Um, and it's been a little while since uh, we've had an opportunity to, uh, share what trade shows are coming up. So people, we're getting into the, the, towards the fourth quarter here. So you want to share what's coming up. uh, Yeah. Yeah, Even into next year. I know we don't
2: really want to talk about that yet, but just in case. (laughs) We're talking about, Being afraid summer's ending, and uh, now you're talking about next year. But uh, the Graphics Pro Expo in Baltimore, by the way, September 13th to 14th, has been canceled. So if anybody was planning on heading over there, that is not happening now. Uh, The ABC's Design Print Market Workshop at Fort Worth, Texas is September 13th. ABC's easy as one, two, three. You're welcome. Uh, (laughs) Impressions Expo, Fort Worth, September 14th through 16th. The uh, ASI show, Connex, Nashville, Tennessee will be October 9th through 12th. Printing United, and we'll all be there as well. And we'll be doing the show live from Printing United. That is in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, October 18th through 20th. ASI Orlando coming right right after New Year's, January 3rd through 4th. Impressions Expo Long Beach. And I know I'll be there. I think Eric will be there. Aaron, I'm not sure if you're going to be there or not, but... That's probably maybe, maybe in the cards, right? We'll see. Yep. <laughs> uh, that is in Long Beach, California, the largest uh, garment show in the country. Uh, that's January 19th through 21st. Plus it'll be nice and toasty warm there in January. Uh, International personalization and awards expo in Las Vegas is February 6th through 9th ASI Fort Worth back to Texas, March 5th through 6th and We'll round it out with Impressions Expo Atlantic City, March 21st through 23rd. And Aaron, I just have to add, I have already purchased 2023 Big Book of Travel or 2024 Big Book of Travel. So I'm I'm getting ready to start filling it in. You're
0: you're 100% (laughs) committed, Terry. I like that. Um, I am
2: 100% committed, not 99% like that crafty... Airline pilot, yeah, don't (laughs) fly that
0: guy's plane. Um, and then Todd is 100% committed to blue cheese on chicken wings. I, I, I feel bad for him, but you know, hey, whatever.
2: (laughs) Ranch is an affront to God. Oh my goodness!
0: No, no, no. (laughs) Okay, Eric did say working on working out an exciting new option for embroidery education in Long Beach. So stay tuned for that, and uh, yeah, so looking forward to that. All right, Terry. Well. Man, this has been a great show today. Um, we've come to the close of it, though, here. And uh, all, all good things must end uh, until next week. So we'll be back next week. And, uh, but, uh, we, Terry, I want to thank Abby for joining us. I really uh, appreciated her insight, her uh, just just be being willing to show up and, and share. And, uh, you know, we were actually joking around a little bit and she's like, you yeah, know, how can I win a Reggie award? I said, well, you got to show up on the show and she took action <laughs> and she, uh, awesome. she took action and and got on the schedule and, and I'm super proud of her and, and really was a
2: great conversation today, Terry. So make sure you Good check today. her out over at transfer express over there hundred percent agree. That was a great show. So we also want to thank Eric Campbell for turning those knobs and pushing the buttons and trying to anticipate which viewer comment Aaron might reach back far into the show to reference. (laughs) Uh,
0: I try to make it interesting for Eric. There's never a dull moment around here. So (laughs) I like that. Um, All right. Well uh, I'm not sure if it's next week or not. I've got to check the schedule, but at some point, it may be the week after. I think next week we're we're still efforting. But it could be Charlie oh. Tabley this week. I, I I could very well be wrong. So Charlie Tabley's coming up soon, and uh, we're going to be talking about he's got a new book out. and, uh, you know there may be a trademark infringement story or two from the nineteen seventies. I think the what is that called? The Statue of limitations has run out on that, so he can talk about it
2: now. He, he, he freely he freely uh, discusses his bootlegging uh, past. So, <laughs> and we've got future Reggie twenty twenty three. Go have yeah. uh, Love it. Good job. <laughs> All right. Until then, I'm Terry Combs. He's Aaron Montgomery, and
0: that was the two regular guys. Here we go. We're out. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com.